0: Have you purchased your coin yet? please do so. Go to katedallyradio.com and get your collector's coin, the Kate Dally Show, Silver Coin. It's going to f- put a few bucks back in your pocket because you're investing in, in silver. And I like that. And it's only going to go up from here. So make that investment into truth and radio. Know that you did something for truth. You did something for freedom of speech. You supported those that are trying to tell the truth. It's such an important message right now, you guys. I can't even tell you. I've been doing this a decade. And we took the show on our own about five years ago. But, but in order to keep going, we're going to need your support. And this show has to be run by the people. It has to be. We don't, we're, not, we're not owned by a corporation. And so we don't have that backup resource. Um, and this is why it's such a word-of-mouth show. And we don't do any advertising. Uh, but we've grown immensely this year. But we need your help. Please go and purchase a, a collector's coin for 99 bucks right now, where most of that goes to the show. And puts a little money back in your pocket. Go to katedalyradio.com. Thanks so much for helping us. Products. And I urge you to go ahead and get some food now as prices are going to be doubling and scarcity is going to be happening. So please get some food under your roof. Prepare with Kate.com. Thanks,
1: guys. Remember to eat your fruits and vegetables. We all remember these words from our childhood. But how does anyone have time to buy, store, prepare, and eat enough healthy fruits and vegetables in our busy lives? Balance of Nature keeps it simple. Our produce is powdered after an advanced vacuum cold process, which stabilizes the maximum nutrient content. The produce is then mixed into a scientifically researched blend designed with your body in mind. Once these blends are encapsulated, they're packaged and sent right to your door so you can get all the benefits of a colorful variety of fruits and vegetables every day. Experience the balance of nature difference for yourself Go to balanceofnature.com or call 1-800-246-8751. And don't forget to get 35% off your first order as a preferred customer by using discount code Kate. Um.
2: The Kate Daly Show. Because all opinions matter. And George Soros will pay good money for them. The show starts now.
3: I propose we lead in advancing social justice through terrible behaviors. In 2015, the United Nations produced a call to action to end poverty, protect the planet and ensure that by the year 2030, all people enjoy peace and prosperity. I propose, actually ask, that each one of you, who are faculty, consider how you might frame a class, or even a single assignment to address one of these 17 goals.
0: hour can you believe that on a thursday dennis prager comes on the show tomorrow and uh we might have a couple of other special guests as well so it might be a little triple header tomorrow so uh welcome back to the kate daly show KateDalyRadio.com. we're almost at 16 million on soundcloud isn't that astounding yep it's astounding to me also uncle milty's here and uh Woo, got so much to talk about. And that was actually a provost at a nearby college of mine telling everyone they're social justice warriors now. Uh, you have to put the sustainable goals into uh, every classroom lesson. This is how it's going to be. And You can't believe these wackadoodles are running the universities, but they are. And so what do you say to this? I mean, it's insane. And uh, they are pompous and they are brainwashed, but they are running the schools. And our poor youth and young adults are having to face this sort of brainwashing daily. Also, uh, people with um, normal views, with logic, can't get into the schools to talk to them because the brainwashed Say no. Absolutely no, you can't come on um, a university and uh, we're, in, we're in big trouble. My guest in this hour from Southeastern Legal Foundation... Uh, is Cece. I'm so glad that Cece O'Leary is joining us because uh, she's going to be talking a little bit about what they're doing to combat this. I just feel for our young adults and and the fact that they are so subject to brainwashing now in so many messages and they can't get another point of view. I, I don't know what to say. Cece, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. You bet. So tell, (laughs) I'm sure that you're just flabbergasted. We were just talking off the air just about, it's just constant, oh my gosh, news coming out of the universities. It never stops.
4: No, it it never seems to stop. And, you know, kids can't catch a break, like you were saying. I mean, you had the pandemic Mm -hmm. where either college students who are currently in college were just beginning their college experience or they were maybe graduating from high school at the time when the pandemic hit and their speech was seriously curtailed during those few years. They couldn't engage in any activities on campus, let alone bring a speaker to campus to talk about controversial issues. Well, now they want to engage in speech activities. Now that COVID guidelines have lifted, they're ready to go. But the universities are trying new ways to censor them. And they're doing this you know, in several ways, um, and we've highlighted a few of these ways in letters that we've sent to 12 colleges across the country, where we tell the colleges that they have unconstitutional policies on their campus mm-hmm. that are silencing students, and they need to get rid of those policies.
0: Oh, man, I'm, I am so in favor of this. I, I love what you guys are doing. It's called the 1A Project? Yes, the 1A Project. That's correct. Okay, Uh, so uh, letters to uh, Rutgers, to Clemens, uh, Louisiana State, Illinois State, we're live in Illinois. Illinois State, University of South Carolina, Santa Rosa, Southern Utah University, that's near me, um, Bowling Green, uh, University of Wisconsin, Iowa State, Miami University. You probably need to add the provost that was just talking was here at a, is here at a a local uh, university right by SUU. You need to send a letter over there. They're in trouble. And, uh, and oh my gosh, that's a long list of some major universities, even the University of Maine too.
4: Yeah, exactly. Um, You know, people are surprised to see this list, I think, because they see, you know, southern schools and they think these are in red states. I'm I'm surprised that there is an attack on free speech in those states. And the answer is, yeah, the attack is coming from all sides. It's coming from everywhere. It's in our K through 12 schools, which we know. It's in um, junior colleges like Santa Rosa Junior College and technical colleges. Mm-hmm. And then it's in the Ivy Leagues and it's in your state schools. It's happening everywhere. And so part of our, our purpose with these letters is to just bring awareness to what's happening on these campuses.
0: I agree. I was just I was just looking at something from Matt Walsh. And I can't remember what it was, what context it was in, but he was mentioning the fact that look, guys, it's not hate, it's a disagreement. And are they, are they taking these words and going to these extremes and calling the conservative view hate speech in order to give themselves some sort of reasoning? It doesn't make sense, of course, but in their minds, um, is that what they're doing? Are they inflating it to the extreme in order to not allow a normal rational opinion?
4: They're not only doing that, but they're also encouraging students to report each other anytime they feel offended. Wow.
5: So this is called
4: a, <laughs> this is called a bias reporting system. And what the university does is they'll enact a policy, just like you were saying, where mm-hmm. the university says, um, we don't want anyone to engage in hate speech on campus or to display right. any views that might seem hateful. But if you think that somebody has displayed those views, Mm -hmm. we encourage you to report it to campus authorities. And then what the campus authorities do is they launch an investigation into these students who said these views, and they can even punish um, students. On some campuses, they can even expel students for expressing these views if they were found to be offensive. So it's really alarming, and uh, it really needs to stop.
0: Wow, we're just taking sensitivity to a whole new level of a hammer. Basically, we're saying you can be as sensitive as you choose to be over something and you can use it as a hammer of force against another student. What's sad is that the other student, you know, you would think immediately combat that by okay, you want a dose of this kind of medicine, I'll give it right back to you. Except that normal rational people usually don't do that. It's the irrational, oversensitive um, people that want to use this as a hammer. I can't, I don't know anyone that would want to use that as a hammer, but I don't hang out with people like this. And I'm sure that this is how they have an, a control over somebody else's life. So they use it to the, to the 10th degree. Exactly. And And
4: colleges are kind of doing their students a disservice by letting them think that this is okay and that this is a normal way to handle right. disagreements. Um, the purpose of the college experience is to engage in, dis- in debate and discussions mm-hmm. and to challenge other people's beliefs and to challenge your own beliefs in this pursuit of truth. And so by creating you know, these safe spaces and these reporting systems and thinking that they're sheltering students, Colleges are actually doing them a disservice because they're right. only on campus for four years until they right. go out into the real world. And sooner yeah. or later, they're going to run into views that they don't like.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know, one thing I noticed, this provost, this pompous jerk that we have, it was interesting because there was a whole section of his speech about the fact that if these kids, kids don't show up to school I tell you, faculty, you need to call them, you need to go get them, you need to show up, you need to get them back into class. And I thought, these are adults. Why are you acting like this? If somebody doesn't want to come to class, they're not going to come to class. Why are we treating it like that? But now it makes perfect sense because if we're making them oversensitive and babyish and everything else, and the provosts and the, the, the presidents of these college, which are a joke, are saying that these are little tiny kids that are adults and they're being treated like, no wonder they're doing that because they're, they're treating them like children all the way around
4: yeah it's so true and um and it's not just when it comes to their feelings and right. when it comes to offensive speech. It's also just anytime students want to engage in an activity on campus, they have to go through a lot of red tape and get approval from their college. And so it's the same idea of the college being this um police state, this mm-hmm. big brother environment where they want to know exactly what you're going to say. When mm-hmm. you're going to say it, right. how many people you plan on saying it to, um, and so that's another thing that we are challenging in these letters. Are these facilities use policies that require advanced approval before students can even
0: get out there and speak? Jeez, you know, one thing I one thing I um, did grasp from listening to this provost um, talk to the faculty was that he thought he was in a very big way smarter than everybody in the entire community have you seen this sort of elevation of thought about themselves of I'm so amazing I know everything and none of you know anything even you you people running things don't know anything so we the college are now going to be the beacon for fake news the beacon for how you should run your society We're the ones that are going to lead out in this global campaign are you seeing that too
4: Yeah, we've certainly seen it from administrators and professors, Mm -hmm. but also even student leaders on campus who have a little bit too much authority. So uh, we hear from college students all the time, especially conservative and libertarian students who say, I want to um, host this event on campus and my student government won't let me, or my student mm-hmm. government has released a statement saying that mm-hmm. the views that I hold are wrong. Right. Um, you know, this is happening at Santa Rosa Junior College where we sent a letter. They have an application for funding where if a student organization wants to host an event, they have to get approval from their student government association. Uh-huh. And the student government association is examining what kind of event the students are going to have, not just how many people they're going to have or what kind of food they're going to serve, but they actually ask what the value of that event will be, how that event will benefit the student body. And as you can imagine, if it's up to only a few people on student government to decide Mm -hmm. whether speech benefits Mm -hmm. the student body or not you're going to run into some problems you're going to run into some censorship
0: yeah it reminds me of this provost that was saying uh they were going to be the arbiter of fake news now (laughs) oh boy i can't wait to get that from a university it reminds me of the scripture in 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 second second timothy um that said uh always learning but never able to come to the truth (laughs) totally reminds me of that um so how do people help out with the 1a project how do they how do you get help what what can our audience do to help you
4: well, we encourage um, whether it's college students listening or parents or even grandparents who are listening who might know college students mm-hmm. to really um, just understand their First Amendment rights. That's what we do at the 1A Project. We are here to educate students about their rights. So we encourage them to read these letters. These letters are written to administrators, mm-hmm. but they also serve an important purpose to educate students on those campuses about the bad policies on their campuses and the rights that they have against those bad policies. And even if students aren't on these specific campuses, their rights are the same, no matter where they are. So these letters can help shed some light on that. So I encourage people to read those letters and Mm -hmm. follow along with us. Um, You can find us at slfliberty.org, and you can find us on social media as
0: well. That stands for Southeastern Legal Foundation, S-L as in Larry, F as in foundation. Uh, what was the rest of the website? Liberty.org. SLFliberty.org. Thank you so much, Cece. Really appreciate the work you're doing, and it's very necessary and needed. I just cannot believe what's going on in these colleges. We need to start really fighting back. Thank you so much. Really appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we'll be right back on the Kate Daly Show. Don't go anywhere. We have so much to talk about in the, in the way of stats that you won't believe. Be
2: right Lines are open now.
0: Thank you to CC and her foundation. The the law firm is just doing a good job uh, combating free speech. Isn't that amazing you have to combat to have free speech on a campus in America? <laughs> but we have these blowhard, obnoxious, communists, globalists trying to brainwash our kids, right? Our youth, our young adults, so what choice do we have you know Uh, it's uh it's tough right now and uh i just told my kids don't even go these universities you come out a, a flaming liberal don't even do it don't go do it any other way you can but don't do that don't spend your money there and don't spend your money to become a flaming liberal globalist please um also, uh, I just wanted to mention, um, prepare get some food storage, um, get to, get, they have also things to create heat in your home. They also have all kinds of items that you can get and keep, and, and, uh, hang on to those things just in case be prepared for anything. Prepare with Kate.com prepare Kate.com has the best, best values. Please. And we're going to be having a guest soon. Could even be tomorrow. Still trying to get him scheduled because he's on another continent. But um, he's he's probably going to scare people because he has some information. Jordan Peterson just interviewed him. And he has a lot of information for you guys on you better be prepared for some of the stuff they're planning. So please go to preparewithkate.com. We're kind of losing time. Remember how we said this is the window? This is a window in which you need to take advantage of getting prepared right now. Go to preparewithkate.com. I know that little voice inside of you is saying that too because it's saying it to everybody. It's whether you listen to it or not. So um, too many people are having those, those feelings. So I promise we talk just for a second about some stats that are astounding. I mean, astounding. And Uncle Milty.
2: Yeah, the, you know, once again, the CDC comes through with the truth. <laughs> oh my gosh,
0: and it's not even going to be that, but it's going to be a well, partial. Well,
2: it's, it's partially true, mm-hmm. but they did a data dump uh-huh. and it showed that 88,074,000 people in the United States had an adverse event Due to the, the now 88 million. 88 million doesn't sound like a lot of people. I, yes, I'm, it does. I'm sure a lot of... Oh,
0: my God. But
2: here's the real problem. What? There were only 98,000 cases of, of COVID in the United States. And if you add the, the number of adverse events at 88,000 and the 20... And the 20 deaths, 20,000 deaths, it's actually more than the number of cases of COVID.
0: And that's subjective because uh, we're talking COVID was everything. COVID was sniffles, it was flu, it was pneumonia. Just ask me, I know, because I have doctors, uh, I have uh, medical records that say pneumonia, asterisk, possible COVID, because that's legally, they can't say it. But anyway...
2: (laughs) Did I say 88,000?
0: Yes. No, 88 million. 88
2: million. Yeah, 88 million. And 20 million. million. Yeah.
0: And 20 million, over 20 million, needed medical care yep. after they got the vaccine. Wow. Let's just digest this for just a moment. We, the, the government actually backed off the swine flu shot back in 75, 76, because there were 50 deaths. And there was a lot more um, of that disease going on um, yep. in Ghislaine Barr. So 50, we're talking 20 million and we're not even counting the people that just died of a sudden heart attack that they said it was adult death sh- syndrome. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, the uh, 88 to million. date, to date, only 1,086,000 deaths are attributed to COVID. We know that's not true, but that's all. Mm-hmm. 20 million have been hospitalized because of the vaccine.
0: Let's think about that for just a moment. I and hear,
2: and then get your dice out. Yeah. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. I'm not quite sure what you guys think of this. Um but I you're starting to hear about people who are being diagnosed with cancer. And doc good the good doctors not the idiotic ones at the hospitals, but the good doctors have been saying over and over again, if you have dormant cancer kind of like there, but it hasn't shown itself, but it's possible, you know, this shot would light it up. This shot would cause it to go back in. And that's actually verifiable too. the Huntsman Institute in Salt Lake city for cancer. They were telling certain kinds of patients with certain cancers. Don't take the shot because they knew it was lighting it up. The ones that were in remission. So, look, we have <laughs> we have a whole lot of people that took something that they didn't know what was in it. And they were hoping for the best. And they just wanted to believe. And they were told by their church or they were told by the government or they were told by somebody. Therefore, it grows the dependency on that and not their themselves at all. To go and put this thing in their arm. What if I told you right now, Uncle Milty, that I have this drink sitting here and I'd like you to have it. <laughs> and it hasn't been tested on anybody. and <laughs> It comes from something brand new. And um, don't even worry about what's in it. Just trust me. Just wink, wink, nod, nod. Just trust me on this. Can you just be the guinea pig and try this? Would you do it? No. Of course you wouldn't. So why did everybody run down and go get the shots? Now we have evidence because this was a CDC data dump, which means they didn't want anybody to see this. 88 million people had an adverse reaction and some, most a lot, very, very serious. Hmm.
2: It, this is not like this information came out after the fact. Mm -hmm. This was predicted before the first injection was given to someone.
0: Yep. And do you know what gets me the most? This is what gets me the most. If you think there's a killer disease out there that's killing you, okay, and people were dropping like flies on the sidewalk, I would probably be inclined to listen and go, "Ooh, maybe we should go do that. But that wasn't happening. <clears throat> you weren't getting sick. The only people that were dying were in the ICU at the hands of the ICU doctors and nurses with their protocol. But here's the, here's the clincher. Here's the clincher I want everybody to kind of take away from this. They told you over and over and over again that 99.8% of the population it was a sniffle, or you wouldn't have it at all, or you wouldn't get any sniffles at all, and it was just a sniffle, like a because it it they were counting the colds and flu because it wasn't real. So if they told you that 99.8% of all of you would be fine, because there's always that little tiny percentage of anybody that's more susceptible than anybody to anything. Okay. Oh, yeah. But I'm talking about the majority of the population at an overwhelming over 99% of you would be just fine. You, there, there were people that still went down and got the shots. Why? They told you. You can never go back and blame them because they told you it was 99.8% or fine
2: it and and the cdc verifies that out of the 96 million supposed cases of covid 95 million are totally recovered
0: (laughs) Uh uh-huh because it was cold and flu and so what would make you then in so much fear as a healthy person to make you go down and get a shot that you didn't even know what was in it I, i bet I bet a million dollars you didn't even investigate the ingredients. Why would somebody go do that to themselves when you're not in any danger? They told you over and over again, you weren't in any danger, but nobody wanted to listen to that. They only wanted to listen to the fear.
2: Well, and then they also said that you won't get it if you take the vaccination <laughs> and, and then they lie. changed that to, well, mm-hmm. you won't get as sick yeah. mm-hmm. and the, uh, I know. You know, there's a certain percentage of people that die no matter what they get. I had a yeah. friend who died of athlete's foot. <laughs> athlete's foot. Yeah, yeah. It got out of control and literally killed them. Oh. Um, so. I,
0: you know what? It's, I think that's what gets me is there's no, there's no like, uh, there was no actual danger that you ever saw or experienced You were simply only told it in on the tube and in the newspapers. So there wasn't anything anyone was experiencing in front of their face. You didn't have people just drop dead. Now you do. Now you do. People are just dropping dead of heart attacks and blood clots. Now you do. Now you got people with cancer. And now the shift is, oh, it couldn't have been the shot. But that is the only thing we did different. But that's not it. That's not it. Coincidence theorist. That's not it. (laughs) You know, that kind of head and sand is always amazing, too, because, you know, the only thing that they did different was get the shot. Right.
2: And where it shows the worst is in young people.
0: Yeah. 88 million people. And this is conservative number because a lot of people that get vertigo and have problems. I mean, severe like the face drooping, all bells, all those things don't even report it. This is just the skimming of the the numbers they even mm-hmm. want to put out was 88 million people had adverse reactions
2: well early on the doctors and nurses mm-hmm. and hospitals weren't even allowed to yeah. report adverse reactions no
0: shot in history has ever given this kind of staggering medical problem disaster as this Not, nothing yet you'll still see employers go well i have to follow the cdc uh <laughs> They're fraudulent. And then they still say, uh, you know, hospitals will tell you, oh, you know, that COVID. Oh, I got to test you. Got to test you for that COVID. Did you get the shot? I mean, you have doctors now saying, if you got the shot, now I have to give you extra stuff for your blood because your blood's going to clot. So we actually have to give you now extra thinners when you go into surgery. And, And people aren't questioning why they went and got a shot. You got a shot because you were dependent on somebody else telling you what was good for you instead of listening to that little voice inside of you say, danger here. There's danger here. Sorry to be this bold, but I, I've just so had it with this when they told you over and over again, 99.8% of you are just fine. All of America couldn't be in that 0.02%. <laughs> Sorry. And it wasn't even the COVID. It was stuff that's going to hurt you, like pneumonia and things like that. there will be people that die. From pneumonia. There will be people that continue to do. It. it has nothing to do with the word COVID whatsoever. I just, what are we going to do to not be in this again? I don't want this to happen again. There's so many people out there suffering right now and that are getting cancer diagnoses and getting all kinds of stuff because they took that damn shot and they continued to take the shots. So what are we going to do to stop this? How do we stop it? I'd like your input when we come back, please. Please, KateDalyRadio.com be right back.
2: Lines are open now. When Call 888 673 1450 This is, is the Kate Daly Show. Universal
5: bereavement and inspiring achievement. Yes, we all will go together when we go. We will all bake together when we bake. There'll be nobody present at the wake With complete participation In that grand incineration Nearly three billion hunks Of well-done steak We will all fry together When we fry We'll be French fried potatoes By and by There will be no more misery When the world is our rotisserie Yes, we all will fry together When we fry
3: I love it
0: like this kind of thing to sound cheery. We will all it's a uh, Tom Lehrer song. He was a total liberal cad, but the song is hilarious because he made it sound so funny. Uh, nu- nuke dropping, universal bereavement. Uh, hold on caller for just a second. I just uh, wanted to mention inside out Hyperbarics. Look, you'll do yourself a favor. If you can get one of these in your home, I'm not kidding. They'll knock 500 bucks off just by saying the Kate Daly show. Huge savings on that. So please go to InsideOutHyperbarics.com. It can help with dementia. It can help with neuropathy. It can help with uh, cancer. Somebody that's gone through cancer treatments. I mean, you name it. It's going to get oxygen into that cell. And and I don't know if you guys saw Joe Rogan, but Joe Rogan uh, talked about telomeres and the new study that came out on telomeres. And if you can lengthen the telomere, you can actually reverse aging. And guess what does that? Pure oxygen into the cell. Hmm, hyperbaric is amazing. You guys can do so much with it and get rid of pharma in so many ways and uh, be healthy about it and natural. So please look into this. Go to insideouthyperbarics.com and call them and ask them. They're happy to answer your questions. I promise you, this will be so fantastic for you. Um, insideouthyperbarics.com. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead.
3: Hey, Kate, hey. Uncle Melty, hey. hey, I just wanted to let you guys know that the continuing resolution that the uh, Senate mm-hmm. passed to keep the government funded mm-hmm. also had a whole bunch of money for the NIH and uh, uh, Mr. Fauci, uh, Dr. Death, and Peter Dietz, uh, yeah. Ecoscience, mm-hmm. to continue coronavirus research <sighs> and... <laughs> wow. Uh, it, it's mind boggling that and bat virus of research.
0: course yes because we're and all in touch with bats I, I, mm-hmm. you
3: call these people that you call senators and congressmen and they go yeah it was part of the continuing resolution <laughs> um uh-huh. I, i'm like did we not learn anything nope from what we went and obviously we have not
0: no we haven't
3: and uh it's it, it I, I just can't can't believe it anymore. I
0: can't
2: either. Um, thanks for you. taking my call.
0: No, thank you for the information. Really appreciate it. Yeah, it's uh, disheartening.
2: It really is. You know, uh, there were two hundred and eighty-one different PCR tests mm-hmm. that got emergency use use authorization mm-hmm. during COVID. Mm-hmm. Not one has ever been actually approved. Not one.
0: <laughs> and there's no COVID in the PCR (laughs) test to tell you you have COVID.
2: Maybe that's why they haven't been approved.
0: Yeah, let let me say that again. There's no COVID in the test. The test can't tell you if you have COVID. There's no COVID in it. And the FDA admits it on the very pamphlet they give you when you go to get the shot. Look at the pamphlet because it's right there in writing. They have a question and answer on the actual pamphlet they hand you when you get the shot. And it says, can I get COVID from this? And the answer they, they give the FDA is no, because there's no COVID in the shot. So how how is it telling you you have COVID if there's no COVID in it? There's nothing in it that the shot has no idea what COVID is. So why do you walk away going, I have COVID or don't have COVID? the level of utter stupidity I it, it, it it's just it's getting to me I, I I don't know what to say anymore about it hi caller welcome to the show go right ahead
3: hi Kate hi. Uh, you were talking about what people can do that are vac- vaccinated yeah I was watching highway a couple weeks ago uh-huh. and dr. Paul Merrick and dr. Pierre Corey were on there sure and their organization FLC Ccs or something like that. Mm-hmm. They they are working on a protocol and it involves like vitamins and intermittent fasting to kill the right. spike protein in people's bodies. Mm. And it sounded really promising.
0: Good, good. Thank you for that. Really appreciate your call. Love it. Um, thank you. Uh, it, I'm I'm really trying not to be like snarky, or I just it's so obvious. It's like when somebody gets their cancer diagnosis after getting the shot. And they go, call I don't know why I have this. Yeah. Uh, what was the one thing you changed, Bob? Um, I got the shot. Oh, that couldn't be it. What? When did we enter this level of non-thinking? I. Why would you go run and get something in your arm that you don't even know what's in it? <sighs>
2: it's amazing.
0: I know. I don't. I don't know what to do any more about this because I feel like, look, you go into the grocery store, I go into the grocery store, right? who do we always see? The one or two people with the mask on that look perfectly healthy
3: I'm not even, I'm one not, or two. Yeah,
0: right I'm not even talking about the sick, okay like you can kind of tell they've gone through cancer or cancer treatments and their immune systems down or whatever the heck else they've got going on. I'm not talking about those, those few people that ever had that I'm talking about the number of young adults. The number of adults, sometimes even kids that even that have a mask on right now that look perfectly healthy because you and I both know that that number has increased because of what we just went through. Right. They're still wearing them two and a half years later. So do they look with their eyeball sockets at everybody else in the room and notice that everyone else is fine? Do you think they contemplate why they have a diaper on their face? Do you think they even wonder, like, gee, everyone else is fine. Why am I wearing this? Why am I doing this? Do they have that thought? Or is that just not even a thought? Do you think it's just not even a thought? Like, gee, everybody else is doing great.
2: So, No, they're so afraid that...
0: So why wear it? I mean, that's what I don't get what they're, they're seeing everybody. They've got eye sockets. I know they have eyeballs that work and and I know they're seeing everybody around them and everyone is doing just fine. What wouldn't that tell you that, gee, why am I doing this? If I walked in in a hazmat suit and everybody else was fine, I'd probably take the hazmat suit off. That's probably what I would do because I would wonder why I was wearing it. I'm just asking, for the sake of logic and reason, w- w- what's going through people's minds? Nothing. I wish somebody that wore a mask would call in, the ones that are still wearing them, because yeah. there were some people... and explain in, why. Yeah, because there were some... Maybe I'm just not understanding that you... Can you not see? I mean, is it... Did you, the eyeballs not work? Maybe you're blind. I just don't know. I don't know. Anyway, I want to know why. Um But, uh, and I know you're healthy, so I mean, the people I was on the airplane with, there was a few that had it on, and they really looked in fear. Like, they looked like, ooh, like, don't stand too close, and I'm thinking, everyone in this airplane is not wearing one and totally fine, why aren't you? And I don't mean to be mean. I'm not, I'm really not trying to be mean about this. I just, I'm so confused as to how you cannot see the rest of the world and know that you're the only one that's wearing it. You're not. Saving anybody, and you're not saving you from anything, and you're actually harming yourself because you're breathing in secondhand air that you're supposed to be expelling. Why would you want to harm yourself with the air that's the trash, the expelled air? What's in that for you? I don't know. Anyway, sorry to sound so. Con- I just, I so want to go up to somebody so bad and be like, why are you wearing that? <laughs> what, is the, what is the point <laughs> you're trying to make? We'll take your calls real quick. 888-673-1450.
2: A lot of them have been convinced mm. that they have a medical condition that makes them highly susceptible. Um, and, and I don't get that because... I think I pretty well have every medical condition so, <laughs> <laughs> and I so, wasn't susceptible.
0: So we always have had a 1% of the population, a little more susceptible yeah. than others, but now that's 15% overnight. Like that can't, if it, if it's always been about less than 1%, then I can't see that that's grown to 15 say percent, but that's what pretty much everybody wants you to think, Right. Because now we have Munchausen by government. Everybody thinks they're going to be ill any any moment now. So that's a psychosis of the brain. That's like an actual psychosis problem. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead.
2: Hi, guys. Hi. Hey, Hey, uh, all the topics today has got me in a Yosemite
3: Sam kind of mood. (laughs) (laughs) When I say whoa i mean whoa (laughs) and then he slams his horse in the head with a tuba for nice (laughs) thanks
0: (laughs) all righty then hi caller welcome to the show you got about a minute go for it hello
5: hello You're, you're live go right ahead you have about a minute oh okay awesome so speaking of mask um we went into the doctor's office to get mm-hmm. some intestinal stuff. Uh-huh. And they are just, they are Nazis when it comes yeah. to having that mask on.
0: And they're trained Even medically. Though they're,
5: <laughs> yes, and it's the medical field, and it's yeah. crazy, and it's just, it's out of line. But, you know, your show has been spot on the past few days, and, you know, we've talked, you've pretty much covered a lot of stuff. Yeah. And um, one thing that'll probably... High a lot of the stuff as uh-huh. a whole and everything that you guys are saying. There was a book that I got turned on to, and it's called Rul- Rulers of Evil.
0: Rulers of Evil. Mm-hmm. Okay. And
5: it, wow, it it will really blow your mind because it uh, it's a guy that breaks down everything and all the people okay. that are basically on the show and how everything's working yeah. about. And it's just, I'll yeah, check it it's out. crazy. But I'll check it out. I just out. want to give you guys double thumbs up because um, you guys are really kicking butt. Thank and uh, the mask thing is just making me <laughs> laugh today <'cause laughs> Thank you. I just went through
0: <laughs> you must have eye sockets that work. <laughs> Thank
5: you.
2: Right.
0: Really, really appreciate it. All
2: right. Well, have a good one. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I
0: love it. Rulers of Evil. Okay. Yeah, for the
2: listeners, yeah. it's available as a PDF file. Nice. Rulers okay. of Evil. All
0: right. Uh, yeah. You know what, you guys? I I'm, I really, I don't try to be mean. I'm just so baffled by people. I really am. It's been really tough this last two and a half years to watch. the. the I, do, I do feel like people wear their IQ on their face. So... I don't know if that's uh, good or bad. Um, I don't want to know. You know what I mean? I don't want to know. I just want to kind of think everyone's a little smarter than than that. But um, everyone everyone's fine. So <laughs> eighty eight, and that's just the low number. That's just the low balled. Like I guess we have to admit eighty eight million people had an adverse reaction. That is criminal. This is sick. That's what's sick in this country. The other thing that's sick is the medical community who has been medically trained, who act like Nazis and make you wear masks. And then I go, you don't have a brain in your freaking head. I don't want you anywhere near me. Thank you very much. If you can't see what you're doing, then I don't want you to ever have medical judgment over me or any of my family. And that's been the saddest, hardest thing of this whole thing, too, is the fact that I don't trust the medical community in these hospitals, the socialized medicine in America anymore. No. I think they're awful, and I think they're harmful, and I think that I would not trust a family member with them. Their judgment is, has so jumped the shark that I, I wouldn't let them administer a Tylenol to me. That's how bad it is. hate to be brutal, but after what I've experienced this year, in the last 13 months— My husband wouldn't be here today if I would have listened to the ICU staff. So, thank you very much. But medical community, you guys are losing it. Losing it.
2: I wonder how many people who were in the hospital for other reasons Mm
0: -hmm.
2: were injected anyway without their knowledge. I
0: wonder that too. Because they thought they were doing a good thing. So, the Cornell guy that came out today and said... So sorry. I was a very pro-vaccine guy and I'm so sorry. Yeah. I'm so I made a huge error in judgment here. He was a doctor, Cornell At doctor. Cornell University. Cornell doctor, yeah. Said, uh, I'm so sorry. You're gonna be hearing that a lot. I don't want any socialized, no hospitalists near me. No thank you. There's probably about five or six hundred really good doctors that actually get it in this country. Find one in your state, okay? Um, they're there. you got to find you got to find them hard.
2: They don't advertise. They don't advertise.
0: Um, but uh, please find somebody that has a brain in their head because these hospitals are run by people who care about the profit, and the policies are made by lawyers now. So and the um, also computer program is made by lawyers now that spit out what they're going to do to you. And it all comes down to liability for the hospital. They care more about getting sued than they do you living or dying. And just ask all those families that lost somebody that they put on a ventilator and talked them into it and gave them remdesivir, an experimental drug. And still to this day, no sorries. They don't have a brain in their head. These people are sick because they'll just keep following that and watching people die and blaming COVID. It's really sickening. It's still happening right now. I get letters and emails all the time, every day. All right, you guys, be faithful, be fearless. See you tomorrow, big show tomorrow.